Welcome to the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast, where the discussion ranges from employee safety, environmental protection, policy creation, training methods, employee engagement, and everything in between. Your host is Dr. Mark French. As an industrial and organizational psychologist and certified safety professional, he's going to share information and anecdotes from years of experience in the people side of safety. Safety is so much more than a technical skill. It is a motivational need that defines the culture of your organization. Employee safety is a meaningful business practice that makes a direct impact on everyone through direct behavioral engagement. That is why your organization should be using safety as a key method to learn about your culture and lead your teams. Thanks for joining this episode as we talk through current issues in EHS and how they impact our everyday workplace. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. As always, so happy you've uh, joined me, so happy that you're a listener of my podcast. I love doing this. Uh, it's a labor of love. I just uh, thank you so much for being a part of it and uh, look forward to our discussion this week. Uh, very interesting one. Something that you know if you've been a listener or you followed any of my work or anything is something I struggle with personally is the whole idea of safety leadership and what does that mean and how do you articulate it? Fundamentally, I have this broad picture in my head and I understand the idea that safety is such a fundamental need to everyone. It's that second fundamental need. And those that have a job, they've met that first need. They have those physiological needs, food, water, and shelter, as part of that inherent work organization, as part of having that. But that next level of articulating the fact so that people understand it outside of the safety world, outside of having that safety viewpoint or that long-term even safety viewpoint, that you have to focus on the care of people and that if you care for your people, your people will care about the business. They know they need that business. That's something I've always struggled with explaining and keeping it in terms that actually deliver it to helping someone understand that inherent need for safety. And that if you focus on that, and if you put a lot of emphasis, and if you put a lot of effort, not all your effort, of course, but if you put a ton of effort and you put good effort into the safety part, you can be amazed at what it will do for your culture, what it will do for your organization, what it will do to accelerate all parts of your business by focusing on your people. And the people part of your business is safety. So you have an organization out there that's telling you, you have to treat your people with safe working environment. That's a common goal. We, your people want to go home safe. You have a legal obligation. Hopefully it's more than just a legal obligation. Hopefully it's an inherent care that these are human beings. They're not a robot. They're not a, just a resource to be used up. They're a human being that is there to earn money to help do whatever they do, whether it's support their family, have a home, have uh, hobbies, they're there for those reasons rather than um, just a resource to be used. And it see it, I'm already 
are going on and on, and I still probably haven't articulated my point uh, of what I'm really trying to say or trying to influence someone to understand the fact that it's all about people. Business revolves around the people. And if you take care of your people, they will take care of your business inherently. And so the good news is, is that I was um, exposed to a great uh, little online uh, roundtable meeting uh, about a week and a half ago, a little bit over, and really enjoyed it and started doing more thinking about it, started doing some more research on it. And it really opened my mind a lot. And it begins with leadership. And this is something you can't get away from in safety. There's so much that people talk about that bottom-up approach. Motivate the team, motivate the people, safety will be there. There's the top-down approach where you have to have someone at a central leadership role advocating for safety in a consistent and predictable manner and assuring that those things are happening in the right way. And if you're a fan of like the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership or something like that, so I am a big fan of the John Maxwell books. I think uh, some of his work is fantastic. It really bubbles down and boils out the key points of leadership. And his one main purpose is that anyone is a leader because of influence. If you can influence other people, you are a leader. And whether it be good or bad, you are a leader. And that's something I've always believed in. And so I've always tried to... I guess look past the point that if you have a poor leader at the top position, someone who's not advocating for safety, someone who makes those decisions and does those items that make you go, wow, that really set the wrong tone for what we talk about as world-class safety. When that happens, I've always believed that a good team of safety people or other leaders inside the organization that do understand it that they can be the influencers, that they can still make great change. But research continues to show that the greatest change comes from that tone that is set from the highest point of leadership. And that highest point of leadership is something that really creates that tone and sets that purpose. And so anyway, I was part of a fantastic um I was invited to it through LinkedIn, and it was kind of a roundtable discussion and by a couple of very famous, very well-published, um, amazing safety professionals, uh, Thomas Krauss and Kristen Bell of the Krauss Bell Group. Um, oh, man, I was honored. <laughs> and I'm not sure how I was even chosen, but it was only about 12 people with them talking about some of their new research they're doing, and they were presenting it and talking about it, and I was really, really enjoyed it. And it opened my mind to a lot of new ideas of how do we really boil down what we're talking about when it comes to leadership. And something I'm kind of ashamed of <laughs> that I didn't know happened is back in 2015, they published a new book and uh, it was seven insights into safety leadership. And I picked up a copy of it or actually was given a copy of it after the meeting. And I was surprised it's been out that long and I hadn't, uh, haven't been keeping up like I should, uh, to be honest with things that are going on in the behavioral and organizational side of safety, but I was happy to get a copy of it and to be part of that discussion because I think they're really getting to the root 
of that. How does leadership influence it? What is the tangible items that we can touch that are really leadership focused in the world of safety? And that's what's important. That's something I've always had trouble articulating because from this idea of this in the ether or out there, just out there, we know that leadership influences safety. And when you have a dynamic leader that is focused on people, it's dramatic and it really creates that idea. And from a lean approach, a good process will deliver good results. And a good process that involves people and empowers people delivers good results. And that's what's important. And and what they're doing now and what they're looking at and evaluating is really that next step of that safety leadership paradigm. I'm excited by it, if you couldn't tell. So in the next half of the podcast, I've really spent this first half just leading up, building the suspense. So in the second half of the podcast, I actually want to talk about some of the items that they've been researching and some ideas in this book and some ideas that they brought up in their their next level of research that is really going to make some huge influences for those who will listen. (laughs) It'll make some great ideas, some great influence in the way that we do safety from a leadership standpoint. More podcasts coming up in just a moment. You've got a friend in the safety business. Who wants to help your team work safer? The safety dude. Who wants to help your leadership engage through safety? Again, the safety dude. Who is there to take your safety systems to the next level? That's right, the safety dude. Who has the knowledge and skill to drive safety ownership? You know it, the safety dude. So who is the safety dude? Dr. Mark French is an experienced and credentialized safety professional with a focus on the organizational psychology of your company. You can find a safety dude at TSD Amalgamated Safety Consulting, where he is ready to focus on your team's safety. www.tsdamalgamated.com Welcome back to the second half of the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. This week, we're really focused on safety leadership and the intangible aspect of safety leadership that I've been unable to articulate. And I was able to be part of a Krauss-Bell discussion with actually Thomas Krauss and Kristen Bell in their new book and reading it and talking about some of their research that's coming out. It really helped put a tangible aspect to safety leadership and what does it mean? So... Everyone's aware of the statistical pyramid of injuries where so many near misses or unsafe behaviors ultimately lead to so many significant issues. And what they found is these significant incidents or fatalities or SIFs really don't have a trend with that at times. And their focus was, well, how do you look at these significant injuries and fatalities And prevent them from a leadership standpoint. That's where a lot of their research really started jumping out at people is that we've got to shift it. We've got to start looking at not only that lower risk, but does that lower risk equate to the higher risk? And if not, how do you bridge that gap? And how do you get your focus back on the things that not only will have any human suffering, but significant or fatal human issues? 
And from there, they've continued to develop this idea of, of course, their book from 2015, The Seven Insights into Safety Leadership, talk about, as a leader, how are you influencing your team? And some of their newest research that dives even deeper looks at leadership from the standpoint of decision-making. I absolutely love this. So when you think about making a decision as a leader, any leader in any sized organization, regardless of what your position is, if you're a decision maker of any kind, how does it influence safety? How does it influence your people? So their newest research is looking at decision making. And okay, a decision was made. Did it influence safety? Yes or no? If it influenced safety, what was the magnitude or how did it influence safety negatively or positively for the organization? And then did that decision ultimately lead to a significant incident or fatality or even a significant incident of any kind? How did it all link together and at what points of leadership did it influence it? And at what points of leadership was the magnitude of it? So did a lower leader make a decision that had a higher magnitude of influence on the system itself? It's absolutely amazing thinking about that. And they boil it down to a really simple approach is that as a leader, when you're making a decision, the first thing that you should take five seconds and think through is to go, will this influence safety? Yes or no? And if yes, how will it be perceived to influence the safety of my organization or my team or the upward organization? And when I visualize this, I this is going to be hard to describe on a podcast, but I'm going to try my best. You've seen the radar graphs the, where they have multiple points and you, you draw the line and the bigger that the, the whole graph is filled in and the whether it be a, a uh, some sort of five-point or six-point area, the more filled in, the better. You've probably seen some personality tests. I look at it from a safety, delivery, inventory, uh, and cost aspect. And if you're making a decision, did it influence safety positively? Did it not? And if it didn't influence safety positively, did it affect the delivery? Did it affect your inventory? Did it affect your cost? Did it affect your quality? How was that decision made and what was the focus of your organization at that time? And unfortunately, a lot of organizations, when you look at some of that decision making cost and delivery are the ones that seem like they would get the biggest fill and it would be at the at the expense, I guess would be the word to safety and quality or other metrics that, OK, you know what, if we have to shave something, we'll shave safety and we'll get that product out or we'll make more money by shaving something from safety. And again, another another principle, and this is a good to great principle, uh, if you've read that book, is the idea of and, that you can do safety and you can do productivity. They talk about it differently, but you can't limit yourself that you have to do something at the cost of something else. It can be a combination. You can do both with a good, creative thinking, empowered organization. And I think that's where 
you start to go down that slippery slope. Because if you think about Maslow's hierarchy, you don't get the creative thinkers until you've created the safe environment. You don't get the creative thinkers until you create an environment where people feel like they can work as a team without having to backstab each other. You get that empowerment when you create a safe environment that has a team that wants to be praised. When you get those items aligned, then you get those creative thinkers that start to make you money that start to deliver great product for your company and they're doing it with the highest quality and they're doing it with the highest safety. They do it all and they do it because they want to do it and they're driven to do it because you have met their fundamental human needs. And how did you do it as a leader? Through your decision making. That's the piece I've been missing for so long in that understanding of like, I understand the fact that a leader has to be the safety person. They have to champion the idea, the principle, the culture. And through setting and understanding this Krauss Bell information, it struck me that it's about the decision-making. Where did your decision-making come from? Did you make a decision that was both that you were like, that you said we can do both. We can do it all. We just have to figure it out together. Or was the decision made to sacrifice one for the other? When it comes to safety, your people are watching. We know that that research has been out there for a long time. You can talk about it. You can publish it. You can put up signs, but if you're not putting action into words, and that's with everything, that's not just safety. If you're not putting the action behind it, if you're not acting it rather than just talking about it, people see through that. They see through it every single time. They understand that. And that's something that your team is going to see. So it's not just a matter of talking about it. Well, I want you to do all this and be safe, by the way. Just just make sure you do that first. Make sure you get it done first, but also do it safe. No. They need more than that. They see through that. It's about decision-making. The fundamental aspect of thinking about, does this decision affect the culture of safety? Does this decision affect the culture of my people? Does it affect these human beings, this team member, this person who is a real person that has a real life outside of work just like me? Does my decision affect them? How does it affect them? And now, how do I make that decision in a way that is going to positively influence their aspect of safety culture? Wow. It blew my mind. Absolutely blew my mind. Thank you for hanging with me as I discuss through it. Such an exciting, I really recommend if you pick up, haven't seen that book, pick it up. Seven Insights into Safety Leadership. Some other publications are out there from the Krauss Bell Group about this topic. Really encourage you to take a look at it. Great material. And until next time we chat, stay safe. listening to the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. Join the conversation on the web at www.thesafetydude.org. All opinions expressed on the program are solely the view of the individual and not affiliated with any business entity. 
This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes. It is not a substitute for proper policy, appropriate training, or legal advice. This has been the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast.